0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Heart of Sports with Jason Springer and Jeff Cohen. We are thrilled to join you on 610 ESPN, ready to help you move into the weekend talking about all the news in the world of sports. Jeff, we're going to talk a little football this week with our Temple. No, we're going to talk a lot of football. A lot of football. College football. It's our Temple Tough Football Preview. Talk about what we saw down at Media Day, talking to some people over there.
1: We saw a lot of excited players, Uh, players that are excited to be at practice, players that are excited to be in the boardroom. Uh, looking at plays, studying. It, there's just a lot of excitement from Coach Carey down. New coach, new administration,
0: players on the watch list. Lots of excitement in that building. I'm impressed
1: at the number of players that are on the watch list, and I'm glad we got to talk to them all because what you can see from them is
0: leadership. I was going to say the same thing. Maturity mm-hmm. was the the word
1: that, that came to mind for me when we were
0: talking yeah, about it. Very Guys with with broad interests beyond football but focused on football. Some good lessons that you're going to hear in this. So We've got some interviews upcoming. Enjoy the show, and we'll be back with you next week. We are here at Media Day with Temple Head Coach Rod Carey. Congratulations, Coach.
2: Hey, thank you. Yeah, I'm excited. It's – excited to get it going, but uh – uh, it, it, it feels like it's in some ways it's been a long time to get to this day, and other ways it's like it happened like that. You, you must have
0: been waiting for this day. It's it's got to be an exciting time. We, we just heard you at your press conference, and there was something I wanted to start with that was interesting. Um, you came in from NIU, and you had come in after there were multiple coaches there as yeah. well, and you talked about the players sort of bonding, and how does that help you as a coach when you come in? Where the players already have that bond, and now you just have to build on that.
2: Well, the the thing there is you're always trying to get a team to bond together, right? Uh, and, and we've had to do that in Northern. But when they went through something like that in Northern and they go through something like this here at Temple, that happens. So it's kind of like the first step of your job is done for you. The challenge in that is to go ahead and – get them pointed in the right direction you know they're all gonna go together because they're bonded together but how do you get them pointed in the right direction
1: one of the things that you mentioned in your presser was that, uh, by having players like Bradley and Chappelle, um, that they love practice. Yeah. So how much easier does that make your job to have leaders like that, mm-hmm. that are, that are not only loving practice, but I assume are pushing other people in practice.
2: Yeah, they are. It does. <laughs> <laughs> and that again is a matter of getting a point in the right direction and. And so with those two, they're already in the right direction, right? So now you just got to get everyone else to look and watch them. Like it's not rhetoric with them when they're out there talking and laughing and having fun. It's practice and work getting done. So you want everyone else to understand that as well.
1: When, when you come to a new program, uh, or even if you're in an existing program, yep. is the first thing that you look for as a coach talent, uh, leadership, or some other thing?
2: Uh, When you're recruiting, uh, you know, it's film first, right? That's what starts the conversation. So talent is what starts the conversation. And then after that, getting to know them and how much they love football is the second piece to that. And then through that, you learn about their leadership and you learn how they are. But if they love football, they always got a chance.
1: With this group, what was the first thing that you identified as far as, as talent? What, what are the things that you said, all right, this is going to be the strength of this team this year?
2: Well, I really think the linebacking core and the wide receiver core steps out and jumps out to you, it really jumps off the page when you're watching and when you're looking at spring ball and all those things, the depth that you have there and the quality that you have there. Those are the two position groups. And listen, the O-line, you know, we were a little banged up in the spring so we never got a chance to see that. But I think that can be as well.
1: Well, you're an offensive guy. Yeah. So, so as somebody that's an offensive guy, how excited does it make you uh,
2: to have this group of receivers? Oh, yeah. No, it makes life uh, fun <laughs> because you can move them around, and especially a guy like Isaiah, that you can really move around, so intelligent and so versatile that uh, it, it – <laughs> The trap not to fall into there is doing too much, um, because you can. Uh, you just wanna you want to keep it simple, but you also want to go ahead and, and be versatile. We saw
0: up on the board there was the tough covenant.
2: Uh yeah, that wasn't supposed to be, and then it's my fault. But yeah,
0: uh, is that something I can ask you about?
2: Yeah, you can. I'm not going to say much about it. Okay, um, that's that's us. That's um, it's something that um, we believe in, and uh, us, I'm saying as coaches and as players, um, and we, we believe that a uh, covenant's a special thing. I'll, I'll ask you from a, a different perspective, yeah, not specific. Ahead. Your philosophy
0: on coaching and, mm-hmm. you know, melding these men into adults while teaching them a skill set yeah. that can hopefully advance them, how do you approach that as a coach?
2: Well, really easy. That We, we worry about growing them up, and then football kind of takes care of itself. And you, us three, all three right here understand this, is that as you move on through life, one of the biggest things is meeting all your obligations, all the non-fun stuff that we all have with our jobs that you have to do, but that's part of growing up. That's part of becoming and going from a young man to a man. And so if we can install that, instill that into them when it comes to, listen, academics are first and meeting your obligations are second, football takes care of itself. And we've had a good success with that, um, you know, through the course of the years that we found that it just works. How are you enjoying the city? I love it. It's crazy. Um it's a lot different now i'm telling you that from where i'm used to but now my family's out here settled over in uh, haddonfield and uh, love philly i mean we come over here we were here tuesday for a, a Phillies game came over and saw them win uh, on tuesday so that's uh, great well you're a midwestern guy yeah so as a midwestern
1: guy who what was your baseball team growing up
2: well <laughs> that's interesting so born in wisconsin madison wisconsin All then right. to go to high school in twin cities so it, i could root for either the brewers or the twins at any time and i was just over and i've i've seen now about three or four phillies games in person and my son is all in it's all phillies like you know and and he was he was a cubs guy cuz they won the series you know back when he was young and he's he's all phillies now so
1: is he a fanatic guy too
2: yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah he 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 loved that the the hot dog gun uh-huh. is that right i mean he He was like that thing's awesome i need to get one of those i'm like yeah dude i'd like to have one of them so is
1: temple now going to
2: implement the hot dog gun yeah i I don't know you got (laughs) to talk to rich but that that's pretty cool
1: well as as an offensive guy one of the things that that you excelled at especially uh with the offense is that 38 points 38.6 points per game yeah so uh here what is what kind of offense can the people of philadelphia
2: and temple fans look forward to this year well first off you have to be in today's college football you have to be explosive right you have to make them guard every inch of the field you know vertically and horizontally if you don't defenses are so good and the defensive players are so good they will they will crush you so you're gonna see us use the field vertically and horizontally but make no doubt run the ball stop the run Mm -hmm. play great in special teams and don't turn the ball over those four things things are as old as football is and they work i think there's been a few years maybe where you get a team that wins a super bowl or a national championship that's a pass first in the history now mm-hmm. of super bowls that that is pass first so um we are going to be dynamic but those four things that is the foundation of what we're what we're doing how much does it help to have a returning quarterback unbelievable i mean it all starts there uh, it's great to have the other pieces and it's important to have the other pieces and we have some great other pieces but if you don't have that guy sometimes your other pieces don't look as good because that guy can't get the ball to him or that guy can't stay on the field so the defense gets worn out if you have great players on defense so it it, it starts there what should people expect to see when they come to a temple game this year just, we're not going to stop. We're going to be relentless. Um, you know, we want to be smart, tough, and relentless. Those, those are the three things that uh, I want people to see because we're going to work at that every day. One of the things I saw you said about Philadelphia is
1: that different than the Midwest is when you're here, you know what people are thinking because they say it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is that your personality?
2: It is. That's why I'm probably enjoying it so much Uh and I probably, you know, my mom would always get on me. Don't say that, you know, because we're from the Midwest (laughs) and whatever, but so it works for me because no one really takes offense to it. In the Midwest, they do a little bit. (laughs) So the other thing that I saw is
1: is that there's a couple of Thursday night games on the schedule. And, and from what I heard, you're actually excited about
2: that. Oh! What is it about Thursday night games yeah. that get you so jacked up? Well, first off, we're probably going to be on national TV, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing. Uh, and so that, that the exposure for our kids and our university, with all the work, and you get those opportunities to get ex- you know exposed on TV, that's great for them. Like I, I couldn't be happier for them. So that's the first thing. And second thing, I, I'm excited about. There's only two. Like, and everyone looks at me like, what are you talking about? There's two Thursday home games. Like, that's kind of in the middle of the week. That's kind of hard. Like, yeah, when you come from playing five every year and mm-hmm. on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, or Friday, this is easy. So, um, no, I, I'm excited. We got 10 Saturday games, seven home Saturday games, and two Thursdays. No, nah, I couldn't be more excited about it. All right. It. Well, Coach Carey, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it, and we wish you luck in the
1: upcoming season. Hey, appreciate it, guys. Take you. We're here with quarterback Anthony Russo. Anthony, how you doing? I'm doing great. Um, how are you? Good. Um, Anthony, what is it like to uh, be the returning starting quarterback for Temple football? It's awesome.
3: You know, it's a dream come true. This is something that I've been dreaming for and working for since I was five years old. So mm-hmm. being able to have an offseason under my belt as a starting quarterback um, has been big for me. I think the biggest thing is just stepping up as a leader, you know, having that leadership role, um, being that guy that guys turn to throughout the all season hey can you help me out watch this film can you um, throw some extra balls I mean, being that guy that people turn to in um, that leadership role has
1: been the biggest thing for me but like I said it's a dream come true. As you know leadership is earned it's not something you can just kind of take mm-hmm. what is it that that you did to kind of build that leadership role?
3: Yeah I think it's uh, my work ethic um, I think just guys seeing me in here early mornings late nights um, whenever they come in I'm in here whether I'm in the film room or in the training room get my body right out on the field doing some extra work, um, I think the guys see my work ethic um, and they realize that, hey, you know what, that's our guy right there. He's doing all the work he needs to do and then some. So they trust me and and I think that because they see me working, they want to work just as hard um, to be at that same level.
0: So I'm going to take it less serious for a minute. I'm a a Rutgers grad. How did we miss you? Because you you almost ended up there.
3: I I, I loved Rutgers. I loved it, but um, I was was committed to Kyle Flood, um, Coach Flood and Coach Ben McDaniels, the offense coordinator, I love them. They had a great system,
0: but when they got fired and Coach <laughs> Ash came in, um, story, it just wasn't the same feel Story for of my student yeah. career. Yeah, um, what's the experience been like here at Temple? Obviously, there have been changes through the time. You're learning your third playbook, mm-hmm. um, but you seem to have embraced that challenge as opposed yeah. to taking it as a negative. Can you right. talk to people about your approach with this all? Um, I think the approach just has to be open. You know, I think a lot of people
3: during coaching changes um, – they just kind of think it's the end of the world. You know, our coach left us. But I see it as a new opportunity. Um, personally, I want to be a sponge. The more information, the more stuff I can learn about football, especially about an offense, I want to learn. So whether it's my it's my third offense, I'm just learning more pass concepts, more terminology, more blocking schemes, all that stuff. Um, and with Coach Removich, the offensive coordinator, his system is phenomenal. So being able to learn from him and being able to learn from my third offensive coordinator now um, is just building my football knowledge more more so I see it as a positive for me because I'm like a
1: sponge I just absorb all this information that I'm getting um, and it just helps me grow as a football player Coach Carey is an offensive mind last year he, his team averaged close to 39 points a game mm-hmm. as a as a quarterback uh, do your eyes light up when a guy like uh, Coach Carey comes yeah, in and has absolutely. become your head coach?
3: Absolutely you know Coach Collins being a defensive guy um, was a little different you know sacks got called a lot more often in practice and stuff but <laughs> <laughs> coach Carey is great. It's great to have offense, er, uh, uh, offensive head coach. That you know, during spring ball, I'd go in his office and we'd watch practice together. We'd watch cutups together, and he would be showing me different things in the offense that I may have missed, being it, being my first spring in, in the offense. But having an offensive head coach that I can pick his brain about stuff
1: and talk to him about the offense is it's phenomenal. Well, we've had a couple of the defensive guys in here mm-hmm. beforehand. They said they're not allowed to hit you during the during camp. No, no, <laughs> nope, no. Seem (laughs) No, I'm not. I'm not. Especially,
3: I'm
0: sure you saw Chappelle Russell and Sean Bradley in here. Uh I don't don't think anyone wants to get hit by those guys. Oh, I saw them. In fact, you missed it. Um, Jeff asked if they could throw the ball out and see if Chappelle or I could get it first. Just dive drill right there. I didn't think it would go well for me. (laughs) So, you know, I don't blame you for not wanting to get hit at all. Nobody wants to get hit by Chappelle or Sean Bradley. Those are some hard-hitting guys. What's it like to hear uh, Maxwell Award watch list mentioned with your name? it's a blessing um, you know it's like I
3: said earlier it's it's a dream come true just being able to see your name with that stuff but our main goal right now is Bucknell week one um, when we want to win a conference championship we say you know we have a bunch of guys that are blessed to me on watch lists but the guys that make those lists the guys that win those awards are the guys that win championships so we think that if we continue to win games win one week at a time take it one week at a time by the end time by the end of the season we win a championship then the rest of the
1: stuff will fall into place all right even though those guys aren't allowed to hit you that are on the other side. Um, how much does it help having guys that are that good in practice uh, it's, pl- to play against? I mean, I, know, I didn't notice it until last year. You know, going into a game
3: after going against our defense every single day, the game's a lot slower than practices. We're playing against defenses that aren't as good as our defense. Um, that might be a little biased on my part, <laughs> but our defense is so talented and has so much speed that going against them every day, once you get to the game on Saturday, everything slows down. Um, So it helps us out as offense so much going against
1: such a talented defense. When you're not hitting the books and you're not studying film or out in practice or playing a game, what do you like to do for fun? I just
3: like hanging around my family. I'm yeah. real close to my family. They only live about 40 minutes away. My little sister is a freshman here. She'll be a sophomore. Um, I have two older sisters. One of them works up at Temple Hospital, so we're all around here. Um, so I enjoy hanging out with my family any chance that I get. You got a couple Thursday night
0: games this year. What's it like to play under the lights in Philly? I
3: love it. I love playing under the lights. I love that Thursday night feel. Um, you're the only game in town. You're the only game on. We're playing on ESPN.
0: Um, those are my favorites Thursday. I love playing under the night under the lights on a Thursday night there's nothing better so what would you say for fans listening they can expect to see out of Temple football this season um,
3: I think that we're gonna come out of the gate strong which is something that we've struggled with the last few years um, I think from an offensive standpoint they're gonna see um, a high paced high-flying offense that's gonna put up a lot of points um, I think they can expect the same thing from the defense they've seen the last four or five years a hard-nosed tough defense that's gonna cause turnovers um, and, and that's not gonna give up a lot of points when you first saw the playbook for the season, did you get excited? I did. Yeah. I think the, the thing that excited me the most was the RPOs. You know, last year we had such a talented running back where Raquel Arms said that a lot of times I was just handing him the ball and watching him go. Now almost every run play has pass routes on it. I'm reading a linebacker or a safety or somebody, so it makes me more engaged in the game and um, it's a lot more fun. For Doesn't me. it also mean you get hit more, though? It does, yeah. but it also means I get to throw more. Oh, okay. We got some RPOs, so it's, it's a lot more fun, more uh, more. Engaged engaged and you can see how
0: Jeff approaches it as opposed to how you approach it and that's why you'll be Temple's quarterback and Jeff will sit here on the mic with me talking about it on the radio show. All
1: right well we really appreciate you joining us and we look forward to watching this season. Thank you very much thank you for having me. All right we're here with Chappelle Russell Buckus Award watch list. Uh,
4: What's it like to be on that watch list? It's an honor you know just thinking about the name everything behind it, the players that's won the award, you know, everything about it, just an honor. Um, for me to be on that list, you know, it, it kind of feel like, you know, being through my craft kind of feel like I've always been overlooked. So to see my name pop up on that list, like I said, it was just an honor. And I just... I'm just, I'm not happy. I mean, I'm not happy with just being nominated. You know, now I really want to go get it. Like, it's not just like, oh, hey, okay, I'm nominated. Cool. <laughs> like, nah, like I really want to go get it now. Like now, just so I know who I am. Like, I'm on the cusp of the radar. Like, I want to go get it. So now it's time to let everybody know who I am. Well, w- we noticed that hard you worked to get to this
1: point. Uh, last year, you were named the Temple Male Comeback Athlete of the Year. Mm-hmm. Um, what does it mean to go through what you went
4: through and, and get to the success that you're now at? I don't think words can explain, you know, like outside of just injuries, you know, like the hardships of life you know everything it took to get here is just, is just is crazy and now it's, it's not a lot of it's not too many people I feel like I can really you know fill my shoes like it's a lot of people I feel like I might have could have gave up you know even before getting to college and then getting here tearing your ACL twice you know that's that's life-changing like when you hear your ACL is torn that's that's like whoa like, what's what's going on Like, so like for me just to keep bouncing back after these these injuries, these major injuries. It's just, I just, I just never wanted to quit. You know, I never thought I just wouldn't be playing football. Like, I know this is all I have for. Real. I just got to go out there and go get it. And that's all, that's my mentality. All right. Well, before I hand over this microphone to to
1: Jason, uh, you led the nation last year in fumble recoveries, mm-hmm. with five. Uh, is there any chance I can get you and Jason to go out on the field afterwards and just throw the ball in the middle of the field and see which one of you is going to get it first?
0: I have no idea what could go wrong with that With that for me. Um, uh, the more serious note, though, you, you the overcoming injuries, that's something, look, people chase their dreams in sports, and we cover their journey a lot. Um what were the hardest lessons to learn one coming back the first time and then having that setback again both mentally and physically to just keep pushing yourself to get yourself back to this position mm-hmm. where now you're opening eyes on the buckus watch
4: list um so i feel like it's humbling you know after the after the first time i took my ACL and i feel like i was playing really good ball um, I was leading tackle on the team at, at, at that point. And, you know, I was getting my confidence. I was getting a little, you know, walking around a little cocky, a little arrogant, like, yeah, I'm like, I am I just told myself, but I'm back, you see me playing. Like, I'm doing my thing right now. But then I tore it again. And it's like, wow. Like, as soon as I was getting my confidence back, as soon as I was walking around with my swagger again, like, I got knocked down. So it's like, dang, like, can't win so that humbling aspect of it that's allowed me to really just stay humble and just keep working and keep working and keep working and keep working because i know i know like at any point this game could be taken away so now it's just a matter of just keep working and do everything you can to get maximum ability to prevent your body from getting hurt again if I read correctly, your mom was in the Navy.
1: Yes. How did how did having a parent that was in the armed services help you with getting to this place and and having the work ethic that you
4: have? Um, even outside of the Navy, you know, my mother just was always a hard worker. You know, she's done everything she's could for me and my brother. Um. You know, it, she, she, she's been my rock, you know. Like, without her, I don't know where I would be. You know, she just always took care of everything, regardless if she had it or not, she'll make something happen for us. So I feel like I could always make something happen. Like, if I don't got nothing left, if I'm out on that field thinking I can't go no more, I got something left, you know, because she always had something left for us, regardless it was never, she was just giving up. So I feel like, why well, give up on her? Like, I want to take care of my mother with this football stuff. So, if I feel like I got to quit, like, I must not be doing it, doing something right I must not be I shouldn't even be doing this no more if I'm thinking about quitting or something so I just go out there and finish everything I do all right you've lived
1: in a, in a lot of different cities yeah Atlanta Brooklyn Baltimore Virginia Chicago and now Philadelphia am I missing any I lived in Hansville
4: that's why I was born I was born in Hinesville, Georgia yeah yeah all right which one is the best food That's Man. Remember where you are now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. I mean, I don't think you can never go wrong with the soul food from down south, man. Them, them cafes. They, they they different, like open cafe open open bar cafe with, you know, your your chicken, your cornbread, your greens, your macaroni, turkey, like everything's there for you. So it's even the sweet potato pie, like, everything's there. So you know, that's that I think I have to go with down south for food. Have they had any of that food for you up here? Yeah, but yeah, it's, awesome. it's a little bit more love down
1: yeah.
0: south. But
4: <laughs> it's
0: just a little more love. Uh before we let you go, what do you think this year's town team will be known for what? what's your identity
4: going to be do you think? I think Tibba's identity this year would be that I feel like we're not a team to be overlooked you know I feel like we're overlooked every year we pick seventh to finish in the conference after we consistently beat teams year in and year out I just feel like we just overlooked. so now when we come out I I don't know if I can really find a word for it right now, but... I just know we're not going to be overlooked this year.
0: Well, we'll make sure not to overlook you and look forward to following you and everybody else on the team all season. Thanks so much for the time. We wish you the Thank best you. of luck with everything. Appreciate
1: you. All right, we're here with Javon Fair at Temple Football. Javon, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Okay, so uh, you walked in while we were talking to Sean Bradley, and I asked him uh, what should we be looking for this year, and you pointed to yourself. So we got to ask, what are we oh, supposed snap. to look forward to? Uh,
5: really our offensive line. I mean, yeah. we have a great group of offensive line. I think we're going to... Uh, have a great run game. you know, as for myself, I have complete confidence in myself, and I love playing next to Matt Hennessey, Pekosz, Isaac Moore, and Klein. Uh, we have a great starting five, and you know, we have a great group of guys.
1: You have a, a more veteran group of offensive line. How does it help you to have guys that you've played with or that, that have experience? Well, I mean,
5: for us, we're, we're like you said, we're a more experienced group, we're an older group. Mm-hmm. So uh, we love to give feedback to one another, and you know, uh, correct each other when need be, and that's how we develop. And you know, nobody takes anything personal. For development, I mean, it's been rapid. I mean, I don't really know. Do
1: you get the impression that Coach
5: Carey wants to join your offensive <laughs> line group? <laughs> no, he helps out a lot. He's, he's a former <laughs> offensive lineman. We have a lot right. of former <laughs> offensive linemen on his staff, so that's great. Uh, but, yeah, he's, he's, he's great. Coach Tripoli's great is uh, great.
0: What's it been like the adjustment? You're from Ohio originally, coming here to Philadelphia. What's that been like for you? You've been here for years now. How's that experience been? Uh, it's been great. I wouldn't trade for anything. Um, like a lot of people tell me, like ask me how they're different
5: from Akron and Cleveland. Um, it was really not that much different. Just a lot more people, and it never sleeps. So. Uh, but it's been great you know uh, I love my experience here and I, I wouldn't I wouldn't change it for anything
0: you did a little bit of traveling actually you took a week-long class in Rome as a part of the temple sports tourism program what was that experience like for you um
5: I actually went to the Tokyo trip oh you went yeah. to you did the Tokyo trip yeah I went to the Tokyo one which was fantastic um, it was like a uh, mixed with uh, all sports and it was great you know meeting new people that I'd never even talked to on on this campus and then you know experience a different culture in Tokyo was
0: just great it was a once in a lifetime experience what's it been like we asked the coach um you know the he talked about how the players had bonded through the changes that have gone about in the program what's that like as you carry it through to this year that bond that you guys all have that you're bringing back out on the field well we always say we're a family and we're a brotherhood so uh just having that consistency
5: and, and being uh there for one another uh, through this transition has been, you know, seamless. Uh, like, pe- you know, people ask me how the transition been from Coach Carrier to Collins and all that. Um, it really hasn't been no different, just a different voice. Mm-hmm. So, um, we're just trying to carry over what we did from last year and just build on it
1: and, you know, see where, if that gives us a chance to go play in the championship, that's all. In addition to, to excelling on, on the field, you also have been on the athletic director's honor roll. How important is education to you? Uh, huge. My mother, you know, instilled
5: that to me young that the most important thing is education. Nobody I can take that away from you. You know, football is short and anything can happen. So, um, you know, for me, I'm going in to get my master's now, and I think that's, that was a goal I had set for me myself um, as, a, as a true freshman. And, you know, I'm happy to get
1: that accomplished and be on that director's honor roll is just an honor. How, how hard is it to – I mean, people just assume athletes are, are working out all day. You're a student, and you're doing something that a lot of students don't do, which is now you're going and getting a master's degree. Yeah. How hard is it to manage your time? With with the the struggle of of being on a field all the time, and then also the pressure of getting a master's degree and, and everything that that brings. Um, it's really no different. We have a great
5: academic staff. So, I mean, they have done a great job um, helping me set up a schedule and uh, so I can carry the load of all of it um, and setting up times where I can study and get everything done. So, um, like I say, that, that's, a, that's a credit to them. And, you know, I just got to do the work.
1: All right. Well, Javon, before we let you go, I got to ask. So, do, what is what is the offensive line group do in its free time together? It's free time. It's a lot of eating. It's a yeah.
0: lot of eating and a lot of laughs. I can tell you that. <laughs> I did wanna to ask too. You played multiple sports in high school and we yep. ask a lot, uh you know, you hear about sports specialization. You're a guy that, that's had a lot of different experiences. Did that help you that you've had played all those different sports? Oh for sure.
5: Um I was a all state wrestler, uh, in Ohio. Um, I think more so like it gave me the mentality of going one on one with somebody and really, you know, helping me with my balance and it, it helped me in a lot of ways, uh, my bending coming out, uh, and my you know, response off the whistle. Um yeah, it's, it's been a, a lot of correlation between
0: the two. Well, we wish you the best of luck this season, and thank you so much for the time. Thank you. Appreciate it. All
1: right, well, we're here with Sean Bradley. It is media day. Sean, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. All right, well, Sean, I do have to start out. Do you, are you aware that there was another Sean Bradley who played in Philadelphia? Uh, seven, six. There you go. Yes, sir, I am. I <laughs> sure am.
6: Got dunked on by Vince Carter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> are you a Sixers fan? <laughs> no, nah, I'm a All Lakers right. fan. So, Sean, uh, we talked to Coach Gary, and and also he mentioned in Media Day that you are a guy who loves practice. Yeah. Why?
6: Um, <laughs> since I got here, you know, when I actually when I first got here, I didn't like it at all. Uh-huh. You know, I was really nervous and timid to go out there, but, you know, the leaders that I had em- embedded it in me, and I feel like that's where you are making money at. You know what I'm saying? If you go out there and practice hard every day, you're going to get better. If not, if you, if you take it easy and you slack off, you're not going to not gonna
1: produce. So is that something that you see rubbing off on the younger players? Do you feel yourself as now a leader who has to present that to other people? Absolutely. I definitely
6: embodied that role myself. You know, I want to take people under my wing, and, and I want to show Show people the the way we've done it here. And, you know, try to get them to, to step their game up, you know, maybe freshmen or sophomores.
0: You mentioned sort of being a leader. You actually traveled. You own of eight players that went to Japan in the spring for a week of football clinics. What was that experience like for you? Uh, it was real interesting, man.
6: It was, a, it was a completely different culture, you know what I'm saying? Like, I first got there, I wanted to spit on the ground. You couldn't even spit. They told me you couldn't spit. You couldn't chew gum. I'm like, what? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was definitely different. You talk, you hear about it all the
0: time, like, it, it's different over there. But you really get over there, it's, it's like it's – I was clueless what was it like to work with the kids there and teach I mean obviously you're you're a player that normally takes direction from the coach mm-hmm. at the same time you're a leader who gives direction to your teammates what was it like over there with the kids working with them um it was good you know I like I like doing that kind of stuff I like leading and showing people things and stuff like
6: that but it was it was a little challenging because you they couldn't understand me so I was trying I had to find different ways to explain the drill to them like I was because I was talking so much and then I was realizing they were just looking at me you know what I'm saying I had to find different ways to you know show them and but they picked it up really really well so kids over there are really,
0: really good. you got a bunch of different watch lists. What's it like to, to have that hype around yourself? Do you welcome it? How do you, how do you embrace it and deal with it at the same uh, time? I
6: kind of just, you know, just take it in and go. You know, it, it's a good, personally in my head, I like it because, you know, I played NCAA when I was a kid. Um, I always looked at the watch list and I always felt like, dang, I, was like, I wish I could have been on one of those, you know what I'm saying? But in terms of, like, the hype and stuff like that, I don't really try to focus in too much on that. I try to stay, you know, humble and where I'm at and focus on winning the game and everything else hopefully come
1: what's different about uh this coaching staff from the coaching staff that you had beforehand and what are you looking forward to with this coaching staff?
6: Um, both were very good. Let me start off by saying that uh, Coach Collins has done a lot for me. But um, in terms of difference, uh, Coach Carey is, 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 I feel like, more football-oriented. Uh, you know, Coach Collins was definitely football-oriented, but he also had the social media aspect and, you know, the, the juice and the swag and stuff like that. Coach Carey is real about um, this is what we're going to do. Let's get it done and let's win games. And I, I kind of like that, you know, especially being a senior with, my, with the urgency I had now it's definitely definitely helpful.
1: All right, I got I got to ask this, Coach Carey, uh, does he work out with you guys? <laughs> 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 nah, I, I mean he might work out. I think I've seen him in there
6: once or twice on the on a on the, on the step machine or the, or the running on the treadmill. But in terms of like working out, yeah. nah, nah, he doesn't. I mean he looks like
1: he could just go step out there and play. He does. Yeah,
6: he definitely definitely
1: physically like I mean like he looks uh-huh. like
6: a D lineman, but I I haven't seen him work out with us.
1: Does that as a player when you see when you see a coach who is that fit, does it does it make you more motivated to do it? Yeah, I think a little bit. I think it. I think you believe what he's saying more when you, you know what I'm saying
6: when
0: you look at. Yeah, He used to play lineman or he used to play Deanna. He he might know what he's talking about. You were a guy that played multiple sports growing up. You you were a track guy. You played basketball. You played football. We ask people a lot about sports specialization, which is the trend these days. Mm -hmm. We often find that athletes who play multiple sports, those skill sets sort of transfer over a little bit and help you. How did playing multiple sports impact you and maybe help your football career? Uh, I think that was the biggest thing for me. When I was younger, my dad wanted to make
6: sure I, I didn't have no free time as a kid. You know, he put me in every sport, wrestling, boxing, baseball, track, whatever you could think of. I was playing it, and I, he wanted me to try everything, so I understood how to play everything. And I honestly think it helped me. You know, I learned things from track that helped me in football. The same with basketball, way of moving move my feet, track, running. I'm, I'm good in condition and stuff like that. So that I would definitely recommend that for kids, you know, to try everything. Don't just say, all right, I'm just a football player.
1: All right, well, to, to wrap this up, because we're getting the wrap-up sign. <laughs> uh, what should people look forward to? If you if you had to go out and sell temple football, what would you tell people to be looking for this season? Besides your, uh, teammate.
6: Besides your teammate who's just pointing at <laughs> himself. <laughs> um I mean, I would just tell them to just watch us honestly okay. I, that's, that's all I would say just watch that first game you know what I'm saying we're gonna we're definitely gonna work we're gonna put our heads down this summer and we're gonna get in these books and we're gonna try to
1: win these games so I would tell them just to watch that's all you gotta do just watch all right well we'll be watching and rooting we look forward to seeing you this year I appreciate <laughs> you guys having, having me. all right we're here with Matt Hennessy on uh, Temple Media Day Matt how you doing good good really excited to get going for cat so we just had a chance to talk to one of your line mates Javon uh tell us what it's like to play on this offensive line with this group of guys. Yeah, it's been awesome. Um, for
7: the past three years, I've been able to play with, with uh, Vince Bicosi and Joe Von Fair, and we've developed together very nicely. And then, you um, We have two tackles who came in last year as true freshmen and played. Um, It's been really nice for them to get an offseason, get stronger, uh, get more of a handle on college football. They had great freshman years, but uh, just watching them continue to develop. And then we've definitely acquired some depth this offseason with the offensive line. Some of the younger guys have came along really well, and we've
1: added some guys, uh, some walk-ons and junior college guys. What's it like to play with guys that you have played before? Does it make the job easier? Does communication become better? Yeah, it certainly does. Communication's a huge part of it.
7: Um, I mean, it's just a huge part of offensive line play, and then, um, and then technically, we're all kind of on the same page. Our timing's really well in combination blocks, or any kind of pin pull, um, or anything like that. So. The longer you can play with the same group of guys in the
1: offensive line, the better off you are. Well, we asked Javon what the offensive line does for fun together, and, and he said eat a lot. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else you do, and as, as a group, to kind of bond, and uh, and also where do you? Eat? Um.
7: Okay, shoot. <laughs> um, so as far as eating, we're we're big into like the, the on-campus spots, the fast right. casual places, um, like Chipotle. Um, the the places that are located in our student center, like Uh Chick-fil-A, they'll definitely put some weight on. So, uh. (laughs) and then as far as bonding, we've, We've spent a lot of time this off season. Um, for for a lot of the summer, we lifted twice a day, so we were just in the building all day. So um, a lot of time we spent around each other was just in the facility, whether it was doing recovery stuff or uh, just hanging out in between
0: lifts. You were actually a two-way starter in high school. How did playing the defensive line prepare you to be a better offensive lineman? Yeah, I mean,
7: uh, just learning learning the tendencies of the defensive line. Um, that's kind of like half the game, so. So being an offensive lineman, I guess less technically, but more schematically, learning how the defense works, um, learning how how they're designed to fit certain gaps or or fit into a certain spot in a scheme. Um, Offensively, you could
0: kind of take advantage of that you've traveled some to to teach people about football you went to japan right on, on yeah, that yeah. trip what was that experience like one from a cultural perspective in a different land and then from the working with the kids over their perspective
7: yeah so um it was it was really incredible uh japan was an awesome place to go because it was so different um it's kind of fun when you don't know the language, when you don't know how to get around, and um, you're kind of all there. We were there. I was there with uh, eight other guys, and then alongside some coaches, and um, everybody's just kind of hanging out, trying to figure everything out together. So it was a lot of fun. And um, like the food's very different. Um, just a lot of the ways they go about their daily lives are very different. So we were trying to like figure that out the whole time. And then as far as the camps go, um, teaching the young guys was awesome. The the, the players over there, they um they really appreciated like everything we could do for them um it was kind of weird they kind of I guess because America is where football is developed, but they kind of looked up to us as like the gold standard. So, um, so they they were super uh, super excited about
1: learning from us, and we were really excited to teach them. And um, it was a really really fun experience. You went to Don Bosco Prep. Um, so as a kid, what was your favorite NFL team? Oh, uh, uh, the Giants. So, yeah. So, oh, so now that was a setup because yeah. because the next question I'm going to ask you is your brother. Yeah. Is on the Jets. Yeah. He's yeah. Played for the Jets. Um, Was he a Giants fan, too? He was, yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, I mean,
7: I'm certainly a Jets fan now.
1: Uh, (laughs) How has it helped having uh, an older brother who has played in the NFL? Uh, it's awesome I mean
7: it's been helpful throughout my entire like football career um, he's exactly four years ahead of me in school so as he went through he went through Don Bosco before me and um, seeing like all the things that were required to to play at the college level that he did at Don Bosco was pretty cool and then he uh, he went down to Duke played there for for five years and um, seeing all the things that they do in college that kind of gave me a leg up trying to figure that out and now being in the league and see how he does things um, that's definitely where I want to go next and um it's helped give me,
0: give me an idea and insight into what goes on there. As somebody who didn't play football and took my time going through college, mm-hmm. I'm rather impressed that you got your degree in finance in three years. Yeah. Um, you have a bunch of guys who, who have their degrees already on the team or are pursuing postgraduate opportunities while they play. How important is that in terms of not just leadership on the field, but off the field for the younger guys in terms of developing a culture for this program that can continue to have guys like you come through it?
7: Yeah, one of the things that we, we voice that is how you do anything, is how you do everything. And um so that goes for classroom that goes about how you how you treat people um like day to day in life and then certainly what you do on the football field and um academics are a huge part of that and it's it's really hard to kind of compartmentalize things and like you can't really just go hard in the field and then not go hard in the classroom so it's got to be something that you do all together so i hope that um it's such a good example for the young guys
1: and they learn that that whatever they do they got to go 100 percent. well just before we let you go i you, you mentioned talk going hard in the classroom and going hard in the field it's obvious from the way you play and also the fact that you've been on the president's honor roll um, but there's got to be also some balance for for fun so what is what does matt hennessy do for fun um Honestly, I, I've kind of figured that out more and more in the last few years.
7: Um, throughout high school, in my first few years here, I was just so so focused, and um, I mean, there, there wasn't much fun. Now now I'm starting to figure out, um, go on a little day trip, spend time um, like in the outdoors, stuff like that, just to, to get away from things, because I've kind of figured out that when you do take time to maybe just a day to get away from things, you come back
1: with, um, with a lot more focus and energy, so. All right, well, Matt, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it, and we look forward to following you this year. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. All right, we're here with Zach Mesday. Zach, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. So uh, before we went on, uh, Jason mentioned something about uh, throwing microphones. So what, I, what I'm going to ask that, that, that happened during one of these open practices is we're going to get Jason in, in, in a uniform. Okay. And uh, he can pretend to be a running back. So how much do you dislike running backs as a defensive <laughs> end?
8: I would say running backs don't really have too much of a problem because yeah. we're allowed to hit them. All right. It's more if you played quarterback, it would probably be a different, a different story. <laughs> (laughs) Don't give
0: him any ideas.
1: So how much fun has it been uh, playing at Temple?
8: Uh, it's been just a great experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, every single day I come in, I mean, I didn't play for my first close to four years here. It's mm-hmm. just, just being around the guys, being in this type of environment, type of
1: family like we've developed here. It's just, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else, regardless of football. So as somebody who didn't play right away, d- are there times that it gets frustrating or do you use those as learning opportunities?
8: Oh, most definitely. But I mean, as a, as a freshman, as a sophomore, you come out of high school, like you're the man, like you played all the time and it's, it's the kind of culture shock to come in here and like I'm not like these dudes are much better than me uh-huh. but it comes to the it, once you get to the point where you accept that okay they're older than me they went through this too that becomes a lot easier
1: as, as a guy who plays defensive end now I noticed that when you were in high school you played a little bit of offense as well mm-hmm. does playing offense help you with playing defense
8: oh most definitely because you understand all the from the schematic standpoint you understand um, certain footworks with all defensive line, especially the tight end. I played tight end in high school as well. So if, they, if they're if they kind of split out more, you know they're out for a pass. If they hunker down when they're in a stance, you know they're blocking you. So it's just little tips and keys like that that it really helps
0: you out on defense. We like to talk about the journey of athletes a lot. Um, you're a guy you were a walk-on, even though you had your success in high school. You overcame injury. You're kind of the guy that has that journey that people look at and like, he never stopped playing. What, what do you tell somebody who looks at what athletes go through from your own personal experience of mm-hmm. not taking no to getting out there. Well at the end of the day, all you can really do is control control the controllable. Um, I knew
8: that I was a walk on and there's obviously kids on scholarship, they would have the first first pick and set things. So just knowing that if I just worked worked I've seen dudes come off from a walk on to scholarship, it just means it's, it's possible. It might not ha- it might not happen for everybody. I mean at one point I didn't think it was possible for me, but just realizing that if you just keep your head down, you just work every day, come here to do, do all the right things. Do all your academic works. Come here. Don't miss any meetings. Don't miss any practices. Like, eventually it'll it'll come to fruition.
1: What's it like when when, when you get someone coming to and I don't know who came to you, but said, you know what, you're not a walk-on now. You're, you're a scholarship.
8: So, um, it was October of last season Coach Collins came up to me and he said, how do you feel about coming back for a sixth season? And I was like, I would love to come back for six sixth season. I've only played for one year so far. <laughs> and um, he said, okay, well, if you get a sixth year, he goes, you better come back. We're going to put you on scholarship. So, that that right there he basically guaranteed me the fact that they were going to give me a six year because I hadn't had a played but when we were in a team meeting and he announced I had my six year and actually announced the team that i would be put on scholarship it was just like it was just great to finally hear those words
1: now you were on the athletic directors uh honor roll yes uh how important is that to you it's just, so I wanted to grow, just
8: being here and not actually being able to help the team physically on the field. Yeah. I knew that just helping the team academically would be a great, like it would just, it's just the fact that they're giving me an opportunity to be on the, on the team still, even though I've been hurt for three or four years. And just being able to help the team, just in the classroom at least, is just something that would definitely help me stay on the roster.
0: I saw that uh, you know after your football career, uh, you're looking at early childhood education Mm -hmm. and and maybe being a football coach yourself. Um, What is it about football that makes you want to give back to others, sort of the way that you've you've gotten yourself?
8: Well, football has opened so much up and so much experience for me, um, especially being here. I mean, I had decent grades coming out of high school. I wasn't I wasn't a terrible student, but I wasn't I wasn't a 4.0 kid. So I understood that there are a lot of people in my position that also went to college who probably have the same grades just as better. Um, just having football in like in my arsenal and just having those life experiences and being an athlete it opens more doors for you, especially being the fact that you can be a student athlete at a school and still maintain a high GPA. It's just something that really opened doors for me, and I don't I might not even been at college if it wasn't for football. So I just realized that football is just a, a great game to help kids achieve what they want to achieve, whether it's the NFL or just to get a job or be the first person in their, in their family to go to college. So especially back home, there's not a lot of kids that go to school or go to a four-year institution and I understand that them being football players
1: could really help open up some doors for them. All right, Before we let you go, this is the beginning of camp. At the beginning of camp, how much are you looking forward to hitting your first quarterback? Uh, we probably
8: won't get that opportunity to do so, but we <laughs> can we could pretend to I mean we could uh, at the end of the day we, we need the yeah. quarterbacks for the season it would be nice to be able to hit them but we understand that we also need them to to win some games. Can year, Russo so. take a hit? Uh, he, hasn't hit <laughs> he hasn't been hit by us I'll tell you that much. So.
1: <laughs> well thanks for joining us and we look forward to watching you this season. Thank you. So we're here with Isaiah Wright. Isaiah how you doing? I'm doing well and yourself? Good. Uh, Isaiah you are on the watch list for the Horning Award. What does that mean to you Um, it just means
9: that the hard work that I've put in is paying off Uh, and that's just kind of how I see it it is very um I don't know I just feel blessed just because like I always tell people that I never really thought that I would be in this predicament to start in the first place so just to be here doing what I love to do and then to be getting
1: accolades on top of that. its no better feeling. You're one of those guys that's uh, playing special teams in addition to playing offense. And uh, you got to hear Kenny Eboa just say how much he enjoys blocking for you. How does that make you feel knowing that you got teammates that, that have your back and are actually out there enjoying making sure that they're blocking for you and keeping it um, clean?
9: Well, it feels pretty good, you know, that when you got people that want to block for you. Uh, and it makes me want to go the extra mile just because I know that my brothers they're going to do whatever it takes for me to have an opportunity to score so I could only um, give back by giving them 110 scoring or at least doing my
0: best to score. What's it like for, for people who don't ever get the chance to be back there to, to wait for a kick? What's that moment like before it comes down and, and you're trying to figure out where you're going to go? What, what goes through your head there? Um, I think it's, it's paranoia
9: mixed with adrenaline and then all that's out the window so like in the beginning like when the punt is coming in the air and you, you see all these people running at you that's the parent that's the paranoia stage you're like oh god like i don't want to drop the ball <laughs> that's all you're thinking about i wouldn't get people. past yeah. that stage so. <laughs> <laughs> then uh once you catch the ball and you know you start running that's when it's like the adrenaline's like rushing and it feels kind of good and then after that it's just fun it's football man like you know what I'm saying if if you play you you know what you're here to do and you know what your ability is so when you get the
0: opportunity you just ready to roll somebody who seems excited to have you as coach uh, he seems like he's ready to use you in lots of different positions and roles on the field how exciting is that for you when you got that playbook this year and saw all the different ways that you could be used
9: um, it's, it's very exciting but uh, I'm just grateful just to have the opportunity Um, I always I say that I'll do whatever I have to do to contribute for the team. So just to be put in that position, like I said, is a blessing and I'm going to do whatever
1: I have to to continue. In addition to uh, spending time on the field, uh, you were part of the the group that went to Japan. Yes. What was that experience like for you? Uh, That was definitely a culture shock for me, but a great experience just because I got to
9: see a lot of things outside the U.S. Um, I don't really travel that often, so just to have the opportunity to go overseas and just to be around people and see how they receive me and be able to receive them was definitely
1: a unique experience. Temple not only focuses on obviously uh, athletics but also academics. What's it been like being at a school that requires so much of you on and off the field? Um, In the beginning the transition
9: is rough but um, it's like everything else you do. The more you do the more you can do so yeah uh, I just just got used to my uh, process, I would say,
1: and it has been doing me well ever since. When you are not in the classroom and you're not on the field, wh- what do you like to do to blow off steam? Um, well, I'm kind of—I'm the type of person, I like music, so like I'll probably be
9: listening to music. Uh, sometimes I try to mix music. Um, if I'm not doing that, then I'm just working on my craft. I, I know that this year is very important. So that's
0: all I really do. I'm trying to perfect my craft as much as I can before the season starts. I asked Anthony Russo, you have a couple of Thursday night games. What's it like to play under the lights? It just seems like an extra level of special to, to play that one n- n- What's it? What's it like to play under the lights at night? It just seems like an extra level of special when you're on that national showcase and the lights are on and people are a little extra crazy.
9: Um, under the lights is definitely fun but I, I think it's what makes it more fun is just the fact that it's, it's a different environment. You know what I'm saying? Like, most of your games are going to be during the day on a Saturday. So to have this different environment and to be somewhere else, you know that you're going to be challenged. And that's, that's what brings out the fun in the situation because you know that you have to, you know, do what you have to do. And that's probably, like, the best environment because nine times out of ten, when it's hot outside, it is very difficult, to, you know, to be you at all times. And I think the night games it is not that hot and uh, the weather is, you know, pretty calm.
1: So the environment and then the weather is the perks of that. You talked about when you when you when you're doing kick and punt returns about the the paranoia and, and then going through those stages. Well, you've had an experience that nobody else in the nation had last year at least twice, which was to return those for touchdowns. Right. Is there a moment during the run when you actually say, "That's it, I'm gone"? Um. Well, I.
9: That's a great question. I think it's more so if I can get past the secondary, and what I mean by that is it's always going to be the first two outside people that are like, you know, diverging on to you. And if you can get past those people and split the middle, then right then and there, you feel like you're gone. Like unless somebody trips you up, but that's not what you're going to think about like in that moment. So really it's, it's splitting the secondary. If you split the secondary, that's that moment where you're like, Oh,
1: <laughs> this is touchdown. So th- there's not a moment where it, once you get past them, you go, okay, now don't
0: drop the ball. <laughs> no,
1: I, I don't focus on that. You
0: see, You see Jeff's all concerned about what else is going to go wrong. You're like, I'm through them. I'm going. Yeah. Um, As we start this season, what are you hoping and when the season ends, this team's going to be known for?
9: Actually, that's a great question. I like that question. Um, We're always discussed or connected with our toughness. You know what I'm saying? And, yes, we're very tough, but I think – one thing that I would like to highlight uh, is that, like, we have a a group of guys that really care for each other. Like, we're very genuine, and you know, this is still your brotherly love. So, we we t- take pride in that. And with that being said, I think that is why we push each other in the way that we push each other. And I think that we should be known. Like, at the end of this season, we'll be known
1: for the the hard work that we put in, and not just the toughness. Uh, so, uh, I noticed your shirt. You got uh, Coach Collins uh, football camp sure and you get to play your old coach this year you looking forward scoring on him Uh, yes yeah honestly yes Um, that's gonna be a good game it's gonna
9: uh, let me know where I'm at Uh, I know that coach knows a lot of my tendencies so you know
1: it's something that's gonna be a game for me to try some new things so I'm I'm looking forward to that game well we're looking to watching you and uh, and seeing what those special things are good luck this year thank you we're here with Kenny Eboa, uh, Mackey Award watch list. Uh, what's it like to see your name on that list? Uh, it's a great feeling, honestly. Um, it's something
10: that you dream about when you're a kid. I grew up in Rhode Island, small town, Providence, and I moved to Allentown when I was about 13 years old. So it's just it's just really great and a humbling feeling to see my name up there with one of the best titans in the country.
1: What's it been like as a, as a kid who grew up and played in Allentown to, to kind of stay close to home? It, it's, it's a great feeling, honestly. I only live an hour and a half away. I, my parents come to all my games. They
10: can come see me. I have two younger sisters too, so they come to my games, and it's just great. I can go back home whenever I feel like it, and my parents can also come up here whenever they want to see me, so it's just great, and it's also a school. Temple's also a school that a lot of kids from my area usually come to here or either Penn State, so it's just good to see. I have a lot of friends that come here, so it's just, it's just nice. I love playing for Temple, and I love everything about this university, honestly.
0: So you played a lot of different positions in high school. You were a DB, a wide receiver, and you kicked and punted. Yeah, I did. I so did. are you ready to go drop back and when to need a little pooch kick? Yeah, out did. there? did. I you
10: did kick. I kicked in our state championship game, too. I remember that day. It was so cold out. It was crazy cold out.
0: <laughs> so what's the pressure like for a guy as a kicker? Do you prefer to be out there on your island tight end doing things? Like, What's the position for you that, that you like the most? Honestly, since I've been here, so I played wide receiver in high school, and I
10: converted to a tight end and when I got here. So it was definitely a big reality check because I'd have to go put my hand in the ground not from two-point stance anymore. So um, it definitely is different. And I just, when I came in here, I just had the mindset that I I was going to just learn from all the other tight ends, great tight ends that have been here, like Colin Thompson, Chris Mark, who's on the Dolphins right now. So I've just really just came in here and I just decided to work hard and I just looked at them every day at practice. I would watch their footworks, different ways that they catch the ball, different uh, how they use their brain, to like dissect different defenses so I've just really learned a lot from them and I feel like that's just
0: helped me get me to where I am today. You also lettered in basketball in high school Yeah. obviously we've mm -hmm. seen tight ends in the pros that have had basketball growing up played in college or in high school Um, we talk a lot with athletes about sports specialization and Mm -hmm. you know just getting one sport versus multiple how did it help you playing more than one sport growing up?
10: It definitely did it's crazy because my high school basketball coaches asked me to talk to one of uh, his players that plays football at the high school, so and he wanted me to talk to him about how basketball helped me with football, and it definitely did with like jumping, getting for rebounds, like in high school. So I played wide receiver, like I said, I played wide receiver in high school, and I used to catch a bunch of fade balls. So that I feel like basketball definitely helped me with that, like with the rebounding and just jumping up, trying to like out-muscle people for the ball. So I feel like that definitely did help me with football. For sure.
1: H- have you knocked on Coach McKee's door and said, Hey, by the way, if you need an extra <laughs> basketball player over there, honestly?
10: Too could I, I I could play basketball still. I'm telling them I played basketball with Sean Bradley and all the other guys. Sean Sean's a good basketball player too. You're talking He's about really,
1: your Sean Bradley, not the seven six Bradley. one, right? <laughs> not, not, my <laughs> Sean Bradley,
10: my Sean Bradley, my, my Sean Bradley. But yeah, I mean basketball basketball was one of my favorite sports growing up too, just like football. So I put the same
1: heart and passion into football and, and basketball. Honestly. So so now you have an offensive minded head coach and Rod mm-hmm. Carey, a guy who put his team put up thirty nine points points per game last year Mm -hmm. Uh, how much does it excite you to have coach Carey and your offensive coordinator in here it's so exciting because coach you just utilizes
10: utilizes the tight ends so different than our old past coaches have so I'm just really excited that I get to do different things this year honestly like coach you is a great person every day he comes to work he's energized he's never down mopey he's not a yelling type of person so I can go to him and talk to him about anything and I and I just love that and same thing with coach Carey coach Carey's a blue Collar guy, he cares about football. He cares about us, he, and all he wants to do is just uh,
0: for us to be the best players we can on the field and off the field. Honestly, what do you think this offense is going to be known for this season? Obviously, it's going to be different, a little more wide open. It seems like mm-hmm. uh, Anthony was talking about the run-pass options that are yep, in there. Exactly. Uh, what mm-hmm. What do you think people can expect to see when you guys get out on that field against? People Buck, no?
10: definitely get to. They would definitely get to see a fast, explosive offense because that's what Coach U wants, and he's going to get that for sure.
0: Well, uh, we wish you the best of luck with it. Jeff, you got anything to finish up here?
1: Yeah, I do. Last year you got to play a little bit of special teams. Mm -hmm. Are you going to play special teams this year? Oh, yes, sir, for sure. I I have to play special teams. I love playing special teams. All right, so so, so so it it takes a different kind of mentality to play Mm -hmm. special teams. How do do you get into playing special teams?
10: I mean, I've been playing. So I've been on the punt team since my redshirt freshman year, so Uh I've been doing that. Um, It's just fun. You have to have a different mindset. You have to go out there. And you just have to say the person across from you is not going to outwork you, honestly. Uh-huh. He's not going to outwork you. Either if it's on punt, punt, return. If I'm blocking for Isaiah or somebody else is blocking for Isaiah, we're, that's just what we do. We we take um, special teams seriously here, honestly. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. We yeah. really appreciate it, and we look forward to following you. Yeah, thank you. Take appreciate care. it.